Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Check, check, check. What up, world? It's the man with the plan, Bert McGurk, a.k.a. PR, the king of hearts. And you are now tuned in to Clocking Out, the podcast you listen to. And you need to get motivated and inspired to do bigger and better things. What is going on, everybody? How you doing? How you living? How you been? Been a minute. I know it's been a minute since I hit y'all with a new episode. Thank you guys for sticking around and supporting. You know what's crazy is that regardless of how many times I miss posting a new podcast or whatever, you guys still show love and support. You guys still listen to all the other episodes right now. There's around 70 some odd episodes floating around. And a lot of you are still showing love going and checking them out and everything. I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. And then on top of that, what shows that you guys are really interested is that you guys actually hit me up asking me, yo, what's going on? When's the next episode? And that that really means a lot to me because it shows that you guys are like waiting for a new one. So I apologize for the lack of consistency of uh, weekly, daily or whatever it is posting. But there's been a lot going on. Um, I'll cover some other stuff in another podcast probably. But today I want to talk about something else. Um, but yeah, before I got into that, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody for, uh, sticking around, showing love and support. I really appreciate that. I hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's doing good. So what I wanted to get into today, it's a little topic. When do you know I got so much dust around this mic? I got to clean this shit. Hold on. There you go. When do you know, right, is time for you to stop supporting supporting a business, small business, big business, whatever? When do you know it's time to 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 say, I, right, I think I think they got enough of my money. The reason I bring this up is because from from the people online that I support brands, artists, entrepreneurs, whatever the fuck you want to call them, to businesses locally that I support, to people just, you know, trying to do their own thing. I see that a lot of people switch up and sometimes it doesn't, it no longer falls in line with your moral compass. For everyone who's listened to to the podcast you know, constantly or whatever was tuned into all the other episodes, you know, that I constantly talk about that. I constantly talk about making sure you follow your moral compass and, and what you align with and what you do and what your goal is in life. And, you know, what you find to me right from wrong. And sometimes you support a lot of people because emotionally you connect with them online. You see that they're going through struggles that you've been through or they're in certain situations that you're you're in or that you've been through and you relate and they connect with you like that and they post up their life and people share their downfalls. They share, you know, what they're going through mentally, physically, um, financially, and then they also share when they start getting through it and they start... Um, what would you call it? Hold on. I had to burp. I'm sorry about that. Um, but you start seeing, when, when people start sharing their lives like that, and you start seeing them go from nothing to something, or you start seeing them attempt to do something, and, and you see them work through all the struggles and, and, and 
all the little fucking things that happen and come their way, you start rooting for them more. You start tuning in more. You're more curious. You st- you're always rooting for the underdog. You like seeing people do it, you know, and that's the thing. We get so caught up on seeing all these other people do good that we forget that, okay, we got to start doing good. We got to start making sure that we're making our the right decisions and, and, you know, using our money wisely, choosing where our money's going and where our time is going, who we're supporting, who we're giving attention to. And a lot of times we get caught up, you know, we help people especially on online without you really noticing just from you looking at videos and liking and commenting you're really helping all these independent people all these social media people all these um what would you call them these these uh influencers and it's the same with all these small businesses you know and i've noticed that a lot of people just switch up and it it makes me wonder if i should still keep supporting them and I got to the point where I decided not to even just ask myself that, but just put myself in the position where if I feel uncomfortable being known to support this type of movement or this brand or this company or this this idea, whatever it is, and I see that it's going in a way that it doesn't go with my moral compass or it makes me feel uncomfortable that I'm related to that or if i'm participating or if i'm contributing to that thing whatever it is i figured out i would stop and i would change and i would pivot i wouldn't give an explanation i just do it but see that's a train i'm over here i live by a train track so you get it <laughs> and um the thing is that i i started questioning more where i was giving my time and attention and my money to and I started pulling back, you know, from unfollowing people that I started seeing were spreading negative energy or negative comments or just being negative, period, for no reason, just because they had nothing else to do or they could hide behind a keyboard or a cell phone or a fake account. And they were just quick to hit the, the block or mute button or some shit whenever they had people, you know, confront them about what they were doing. I decided to just cut myself off from that. If I saw anyone posting anything that I didn't like that bothered me, I wouldn't just be like, oh, I got to make sure I don't post. Like I before, I'd be like, oh, you know, I'm cool with this person. I like following them. Or I would overthink about unfollowing them because I feel like, oh, they're going to take it some way. No shit. That's kind of the point. You know what I mean? When you do that or when you start deciding, I'm not going to come to this place no more and support these people because you just get this, this uncomfortable feeling. You know, something happens that you feel like isn't right and it bothers you and you no longer feel you no longer feel like you should be in that that circle. You know, what I mean, in that 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 system of whatever the hell's going on, it's just it doesn't feel right. So you don't want to fuck with it. Fuck it. Just leave it alone. And it's the same when you're doing it online. It's the same when you're trying to grow, whether you're trying to expand and network with people more because you're an independent business person and you're trying to grow your business or whether you're just a regular person and you're trying to build um, 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 like friendships and, and things with people. No matter what it is, you have to take into consideration all these things because if you surround yourself with all this negative shit that you really don't fuck with and that you don't agree with it's gonna it'll change you or it'll affect you or 
you start getting these negative vibes and feelings and energies coming your way and it's because of those things but you care more about how those people are going to think about it and how they're going to take it and how it affects them rather than how it's affecting you so the more that you take the time to analyze that and you go through it you tend to like clean out <clears throat> all the excuse me all the all the negative the negativity you know from from like i've always said if you see a negative comment that you don't fuck with and there's someone you follow or what even if you don't follow just don't follow them unfollow them block them mute them you know what i'm saying ignore them whatever but not only that i would also unfollow block and mute all the people who like that comment all the people who support that you know what i mean i'm not saying sit there and go on a page that you don't fuck with and just go and unfollow everyone that follows that shit or block everyone that, that follows that person or a page or whatever but you have to self-analyze yourself of what you're willing to consume and deal with because every day whether you're scrolling on your phone whether you're driving whether you're listening to stuff you're absorbing all this shit you're absorbing knowledge you're absorbing energies it doesn't matter and if you notice like i mentioned before everything is like an emotional connection everybody online and social media is trying to do like an emotional shit with you they're trying to build an emotional rapport with you they're trying to have you feel bad for them in their situation and they'll be like oh look i'm just like you i'm a regular person i have a I have a life i have a family i have bills I'm taking a sip of my coffee <clears throat> But also, they want to just, like, put their life out there. And just by doing that simply, whether they have a talent, a skill, or something, or even if they don't and they just go about their day-to-day, -day, people like to see change. People like to see something from nothing. Doesn't matter what it is. They just like to see the process because there's more people viewing and consuming content than there is people creating and producing content. It's like... You have to look at social media and the internet as just like a, a, a mall. And there's so many empty spaces to rent for you to start a business. And there's just so many people going to the mall, but not enough stores for those people. I've, I've mentioned this before and I've said this. this is an analogy that I've made up myself that I use. But um, it's like that. So what you have to do is you have to ask yourself whether you want to be a customer and just go walk through the mall and go store to store, at least the ones that are open. Or do you want to take the opportunity right now because it's still kind of like a fresh area being that all this COVID stuff happened and kind of switched everyone's mindset of where they should shop and how they should go about supporting businesses. You could take the opportunity to start something and rent out one of those spaces and try to get people's attention. You know, whether it's on um, Instagram, YouTube, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. So I say all that because, like I said, after a while you follow people, you support them and everything that they're doing. But then there's sometimes that it gets to a point where you're like, all right, I don't really fuck with this no more. Or you start like, all right, they changed. This is, this isn't like this. This isn't like that. And you just feel uncomfortable and you don't want to fuck with it no more. It's like, all right, some people still keep doing it. It's like, ah, oh, but I've known them since the beginning. And I, I think that's bullshit. If it falls out of line of your moral compass, cut it out. Your life don't fuck with it. Period. Doesn't matter what the fuck it is. Don't try to come up with excuses as to why you did it. Don't try to come up with excuses as to why you're not doing it. Just follow your gut and do what's good for you. Don't stress it. You'll find another person, whatever the fuck it is, or you'll find something else to keep you busy or entertained or another brand or another business that that does pretty much the same thing 
and that you'll feel more comfortable supporting. You know what I mean? I see this a lot with fast food restaurants. I see this a lot with clothing brands. Every time there's like some some shit that happens online, and it's like, oh, cancel this, cancel this, and cancel that, and cancel this this actress or actor or entertainer because they're supporting this brand and it's racist and there's all this crap. So I say, you know, don't wait for the crowd to, if you see something that's wrong and you, if it, it bothers you, just move on it. You know what I mean? Don't wait for someone else to point it out or something else worse, something else even worse than you just noticing it to happen, like a physical thing or, or something that's irreversible or something that makes you even more uncomfortable, like on top of that first initial instinct of okay something isn't right so i say all of that because recently my issue is there's a barbershop that i go to and i've been going there for years since they first opened up out here and they've moved to many several different locations and it's these two brothers that own the spot they're they're brothers not not black (laughs) <laughs> for people misunderstanding <laughs> and uh they i think they're like russian or some shit or no not russian some i don't know what the fuck they are anyway whatever it don't matter and um not, not that it matters i'm just saying in case i know people listening and wondering what i'm talking about and if you know me you know what barbershop i'm talking about but anyway, I've, I've supported these people, not to say that I'm the reason they're so successful or nothing, but it's just, I'm using this as an example of what I'm trying to talk about. Um, since day one that they came out here in Long Island, and I'm pretty sure they have other spots in other locations or whatever the fuck, but I've always supported them. I went to them, I always got a cut with them to the point that I told all the people I know to go to them and they started going to them. And then I told family members to go to them now i have my son you know what i mean to the point that i was going to them when i was like in in high school middle school some shit like that high school i think it was and it's even to the point from now i have my son who's five years old going to them you know what i mean i take my son to them and i get a cut me and my son they don't do appointments or nothing it's just walking or whatever and of course you know just like everywhere else the prices of getting a haircut is raised you know so it used to be ten dollars then it went up to 15 then it went up to 20 to 25 now literally to get a full cut like your whole haircut trim like shape up the sides trim up your beard and clean it up and all that you're literally paying around 50 dollars 50 55 dollars or some shit like that all right that's not including a tip then if you give a tip you can't give just a ten dollar tip because to them that isn't enough you got to give like 15 20 dollars so you're literally spending 75 to like 80 dollars or anywhere like that just for fucking haircut and that's just it's just one person so imagine you going there with your son and then the kids are literally like 20 to 25 dollars when you would think a kid is like 10 15 or some shit but no it's like 20 to 25 dollars which should be a regular haircut period it don't matter it makes no sense that a younger kid i don't know whatever but being that that's the world of you know hairstyling and shit i understand i get it you know the power of a dollar is is inflation is a bitch you know every year the power of a dollar is is diminished so I get it. And with that, like the ecosystem of fucking cutting hair, 
if one barbershop raises the prices, all the others will. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? And over here in New York, those are the prices that's kind of cracked out. And that's just regular barbers that you go to to get a haircut. You know what I mean? And not to say that they're not talented, the people that I go to, they are. Because if not, I wouldn't have went to them all these years. But the situation was is that I went to them. I always go nice and early before it gets real packed. I don't like waiting too long, especially with my son, because my son gets really impatient. And then having him impatient trying to sit in the chair equals a bad haircut. So I don't like doing that. Sometimes I'd rather not even take my son because I know he's in a grumpy mood. And I don't want him to come up with a with a zeked up haircut, you know. <clears throat> but they're very, the people that are very respectful, you know, they're, they're very uh, nice and... I don't know what you would call it, but they're just good. They're good with kids. They're good with people. They're good people. But what happened was on more than two occasions, so it's like three occasions or so, the situation has come up where I've been there. I've gotten there early. I've waited. And I'm told to sit in the chair, and then someone will walk in. And, of course, I get my hair cut from either one of the two owners. You know, I'm one of those, like, once I start with one person, I'll go to that that person consistently when it comes to cutting my hair. It's the same with getting food. If I go to a place, it can have 100 million different things, and as much as I would want to try everything else, the first thing I try at that place, as, as much as everything else can be delicious and look amazing, instinctively, when I go there, I'm going to want the same shit every day. I don't know. I'm a repetitive, like, I don't know. That's how it is. Whatever the fuck you would call it. So... I go to these, to one of the two, and there's always, if one's not free, the other's free. They know, like, I'm just trying to get in and get out. So, like, when I get there, I wait, you know, and there's, like, first come, first serve, normally. So, like I said, on more than two occasions, so it's, like, three occasions or so, I've sat in the chair and someone's come in. And this is this has happened over the years, but it's it's gotten to the point that I just said never again. And... I'll be waiting and then I'll even call before I go there to make sure that it's not that crazy or that the the, the people because there's times that I go there and I understand if you're a barber and you're trying to cut hair and someone walks in and you've been waiting for someone to come in and get a cut and you need to cut because it's a hustle you need to make money you know what I'm saying I understand that you need to make money it's a hustle if people don't sit in your chair You don't cut hair You ain't getting paid You can't pay the rent on your chair People don't understand A lot of people don't understand it. They think that they just go there And they just get paid for cutting hair And they leave Nah you gotta pay rent on your spot That you pay for your chair So You need to have people coming in <clears throat> So when you come When when you're cutting hair And you're waiting for someone to come in And no one comes in all day And then someone comes in And then you're like Oh yeah I'm ready You need to cut And they specifically ask for someone else It kind of sucks I get it and you, you feel some type of way. Or if they ask for someone else and that person's not there and then they wait and then they just decide to go with you because they got no choice, I understand. that's You're going to feel some type of way. But that's the business. That's the way you got to do it. Not that I've done that, but I, I know how it is, which is why I don't do that. And so I don't like going into the barbershop and finding out that the person I'm trying to get my hair cut with is not there. One, I don't want to waste my time. Before, I wouldn't mind because they used to be a lot closer. But like I said, I've been supporting this this company, these people for or this business for so long that they've moved like at least four times or some shit. And this is like the, the third or fourth location or something. And it's been getting like farther and farther and farther. And of course, 
if anyone, any guy who gets a cut knows that when you get a cut from someone, you stay with that person. You don't like jumping from one barber to another because it, it, they can tell. It's like cheating on your bro. It's like cheating on your girl. You go to another one, they're going to know. <clears throat> they look at your line. They look at your fade. They're like, yo, who the fuck touched your shit and fucked up my my blueprint, my, my outline? <laughs> like, So I get that. Uh, I, so that's why I don't, I don't like going to like the barbershop, like I said, and finding out the person's not there, then having all the other people. One, you don't want to do that, and then you waste your time. You'll be like, I'm just going to get a cut anyway, so I'm going to sit here and wait for the, the next person. But then they don't know your hair. They, they do it different. They'll do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the same reason you don't go to another barber. And so these people have basically went into the deepest part of where we are and slowly started moving out. And being that they've built up such a rapport with people and people are so used to them cutting their hair and they're nice with it, they're going to follow them wherever they go. You know, so they keep going a little bit more farther and farther than from where they originally are, making it a little bit more of an issue, not an issue, but a little bit more of a, a trip to go see them. And then on top of that, to wait. So it's a lot. But when you want to get a fresh haircut, you do it. Also, the prices, the prices, it's a lot. I say I'm not in the the industry of cutting hair but i do understand how it works you know money goes up prices change you got to go with the business i get it but i feel like if you're gonna have certain prices you have to have certain standards as a business especially to your supportive devoted fucking and uh um supporters your 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 uh, customers you know what i'm saying your clientele so like i said on on more than a few occasions while i was sitting in the chair someone walks in and offers more money to take my spot in the chair to be next meanwhile i'm already in the chair so then i've been told to get out of the chair <clears throat> so this random person who's coming and it's always, and mind you, like I said, I've, I've been a supporter of this business for years. When you go to the same place for years, you see the same faces. You see the same combination of faces, you know, especially when you're getting a haircut. You know, women probably get their haircut, not, not for nothing, but like every once in a blue. Unless you're one that's like really like spontaneous and you're changing the color and shit like every other month or some shit. <clears throat> but guys literally go like what? Every two weeks, every week or some shit like that to go get a cut or shape up or whatever the fuck. So there's not no way you won't see the same faces going, there, especially if you go to the same people to cut your head. You're going to see the same people going to that same barber just like you. You know what I mean? You're going to bump into them every now and then. You might not talk to them, but you'll, you'll see faces. You recognize people. <clears throat> so these random dudes who don't even and this has happened a couple times. Who don't even go there consistently like that. It's just once in the blue. Come in and offer more money to take my chair. Just because they know it's the owner. And I understand. Instead of dealing with one of the other dudes. And I've been told to get out of the chair. Because the other person's paid more money. Now. Again I understand. Money's money. Business is business. But then it goes. Yo if you want to sit in the chair. You know he's. He's going to pay 140. You pay 150. You keep the spot. <laughs> it has bugged out So it's like You go from paying Just 
$60 for a cut or some shit or close to 50 with no tip. So then if you want to tip anywhere from like 60 to $70 to now you have to, you're in a bidding war to keep your spot or you can just sit on the side. And of course, you're not going to pay more money for a cut. Oh, it's raining. Oh, it is. It's raining. That's what that sound is. I apologize. It threw me off a bit. But you're not going <clears> to... <throat> You're not going to pay more money for a cut, especially over $100. But when you're in a rush or some shit and you come into a spot, you're going to go to the owner who you know is the owner for a reason. And you're going to pay more money to get in and get out. And I understand that. But what my thing is, <clears throat> it could have been a bunch of things to handle this situation. You could have offered something for the inconvenience of the situation because, yeah, you're trying to hustle and get the money. You don't want to miss out. So I get it. Or you could have at least passed them on to someone else or told them he got next after. But to make me get out of the chair after waiting, after calling to make sure you're there, after calling to make sure it's not packed, after getting there early as shit and waiting, then I have to be told as a very supportive customer for years, 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 and bringing many other customers to your business and your establishment to being like a really like i'm bringing my family my son you know my son you know me by my name you know my dad you know like all that shit and to have that happen more than once more than twice more than three times and then be told that i could keep my position if i pay more money And then for it to be turned into a joke or for it to be, it's crazy. Because the very last time that I was there, I was sitting there, I'm like, damn, like, this is again. I sat there, I'm like, nah, I'm not getting out the chair. Because nah, nah, you got to get up. You got to pay like 150 and you, I'm like, nah, I ain't paying that shit neither. And then another dude there is like, yo, I'll pay 130 if I can go right now, right after this homie or right after the dude's paying 140 and I. So I was like, nope, I got up. I'm like, you know, forget it, I'm good. They're like, nah, 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 stay here, stay here. We'll give you a free shape up. Nah, I don't even want a free shape up. It's not even about that. It's about the fact that as for supporting your business for as many years as I've been supporting you guys, regardless whether you're cutting my hair or not, you're offering a service. You have people coming. They're giving you money for that service. Cool. Money's money, I understand. And this was this was a, a day before Father's Day or some shit, or on Father's Day, I forget what it was. So I understand, and they, they weren't even gonna be there for that long. They were only there for a few hours, which is why, like, I called up and I knew it. I called up as soon as they opened. They're like, "Yeah, you gotta come now. We're only here for like three or four hours." And so I went right away, and that's what pissed me off. Like, I called ahead of time. I did everything I needed to. I waited, and then I got basically fucked over, disrespected for someone else. Like, mind you, I could have sat there. I could have just waited and got my cut and whatever. But it's to the point that you feel uncomfortable and embarrassed already, and then you feel stupid. It's like, yo, as many times as I come here and as much times I give tip and what I pay for my cut, you would think that they would be like, yo, you know what? Yeah, you got next. Sit down and I got you. You know, you don't got to wait or some shit or I'll, I'll make sure this person takes you or my brother or whoever. But no, none of that was it was just, OK, yep. So go shy. No matter how devoted I mean, or how dedicated or, or uh, supportive I am over the years and how y'all just going to toss me aside for the next person who's going to have more money. So it's like, yo, what the fuck? 
and don't get me wrong i know we're not friends i know it's just you you cut my hair that's it but after so many years of supporting the business you would expect some type of respect back or some type of service or something in the sense of like yo like nah because like i said when you go there for so long you see the same people and you know and you're in the same neighborhood so you see people that you grow these are like random people just like yeah i went to this barbershop but there was like an hour wait can i i'll pay you more money you make me go next so i after all that shit happened i got up i'm like nah i'm good they're like nah 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 we got you we got you and then his brother's like nah come on my chair i got you next i'm like nah it's not even about that it's about the fact that for years i've been coming here and getting my cut from all of you basically and i've paid all of you and i you know what i'm saying don't i pay for your service you gave it to me and i understand money's money and you're only here for a little bit but the fact that you made a, a devoted customer for years feel uncomfortable just for a few extra bucks and then on top of that to try and fix the situation you offer me the opportunity to, to pay more to keep my spot that I came here early for and I waited for and I called for to avoid any inconveniences and you still like come on and it's not something that you weren't in control of because you were you could have done a bunch of other things sending me to another barber no I waited for you and then you tell me to get in the chair and then, then you tell me to get out and this is more than once, more than... And if I can remember it happened more than once, you have to be, be able to remember it happened more than once. And for you to offer me some shit for free, you know that you're, you're doing something fucked up. But when you offer me some shit for free that isn't even really... And then you're... you're I don't know, man. So, I bounced. And I said, I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm like, because this person right here who I've never seen, who I know is his first time coming in this barbershop is going to pay you 140 And that covers anything that I would pay for myself or my son or if one of my homies came in here, anything like that. Don't worry, because I'm sure this random person who's never stepped foot in here is going to come again and he's going to pay another 140 again the next time and the next time after that and the next time after that. And he'll consistently come. So I'm pretty sure he'll make up for me never coming back here, me never coming with my son and me telling everybody else. Yo, don't bother fucking with the motherfuckers because... And maybe no one will listen to me. No, keep going. But I have to keep it real because that was... It was fucked up. And then it got me thinking. I was like, yo, how many other companies and businesses and brands and people do I bother to support who switch up and do some shit that's out of pocket and makes me feel some type of way that I'm like, eh. And instead of unfollowing and saying something or blocking or muting... I mean, or, or or unfollowing or whatever, you you mute them. You don't want to hurt the feelings. You want them to know you still follow them and, and you're there, but you just don't want to see none of this shit. And you don't want to hear nothing they're talking about because you don't fuck with it. So what's the point? Just unfollow them. Block them. Why are you just going to mute them? Just because you want the number there that you... Come on, man. And don't go with me wrong. I, I mute people also myself. But I mute some people that put up some repetitive shit, like like uh, spamming shit. It's like it's nothing new. It's like yo, you putting up the same shit you've been putting up for fucking four months, and it's the same poster of the same song of the same video that's like fucking three years old. Like, all right, cool. When you start putting up some new shit, and it shows you're actually doing something, and you're not just doing it for like the clicks and the things to make it seem like you're doing some shit. All right, cool. I'll support you. And then there's other people that post shit that I really don't fuck with. Like, there's people that are really political, and all they're doing is posting political shit 24-7, 24-7, 24-7. I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with the political shit like that, so I'll mute it. 
but I'll still talk to them from time to time and I check up on them and I'll, I'll like a post or two that doesn't have to do anything related to whatever I don't fuck with. But if it's someone you really don't fuck with at all from A to Z in any way, shape or form and you don't know them from a hole in the wall, why the fuck are you going to entertain that shit? Even just to have them as a number on your follow or whatever shit. Come on now. Before I get out of here, man, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been consistently tuning in, showing love, support. I really appreciate it. A lot more is coming up. In the next episode, I'll explain a little bit about what's going on with me um, and my health and why I've been like on and off with the podcast lately. It's just been a little difficult. I've been it's it's I got to make some decisions that could affect things moving forward. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about that on another episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's been another episode of Clocking Out. Hope y'all stay safe. Be happy. Stay focused. And don't support none of the dumb shit. I love y'all. Highlight y'all the next one. Peace.